0: What has Sufjan Stevens seen? How can a person get so close to the nuclear reactor of true experience without melting? How can he see God in the stars? How can he make me feel like he knows my innermost experience, my innermost thoughts? I think Sufjan Stevens has met love. I'm Nick Reinerson, and this is Burn After Listening. Today, we're talking about Ursa Major by Sufjan Stevens. Sufjan's world isn't normal, rational day-to-day world. Most of us live in. Sufjan is gifted or cursed with an invisible landscape, alive with a living force. God, love, Tao, the muse, nature. It has a lot of names, but it's the same thing. Almost impossible to see with our egos intact. If we're not willing to be deeply, painfully vulnerable. Ursa Major, the constellation and the song, are made up of things that we see every day and we think we understand, but fundamentally do not. Stars blinking down with such regularity that we think we get it forgetting nightly that they're burning masses of energy millions of light years away that could consume everything we've ever known and seen if we were just close enough. Of course, everyone loves. Of course, everyone hurts. But this song gives a space and a strangeness to love that it deserves. Ursa Major asks us to feel the sublimity of love, the weight of love. There is beauty where I see it, everywhere that I can feel it. It's simple, but Sufyan sees the power of what he sings about. There's a respect most of us can't articulate, but can only feel. It's as if Sufyan has been personally touched by whatever it is that he wants to love. God, a person, nature... He passes on a grave seriousness, a Joan of Arc seriousness, to whatever or whomever he sings to. It's a religious love. William James, uh, the 19th century psychologist, describes religiousness as a solemnity, a grave and intense seriousness for the ideas, feelings, people, and deities that we worship. A heaviness that comes from the impact between man and the object of his love. The thing with which love has bound him to. There must be something solemn, serious and tender, William James says, about any attitude to which we denominate religious. If glad, it must not grin or snicker. If sad, it must not scream or curse. There's a weight to it, there's a responsibility to it. There's action required and bravery required of this love that he sings about. I want to love you until the earth runs through it. I want to love you, he says with solemnity, and I'm definitely going to do it. Sufyan is so solemn about his love that his declaration has a holy weight and intensity that can only come with contact from something outside of him. You can't muster this up. It's unmanufactured. It's a leveling force, comparable in force only to a sun-sized flaming ball of light in the sky, or a bunch of them making up a constellation that come together. I want to love you, and I'm definitely going to do it. This is Sufyan's monastic vow. His renouncing of smaller affections, his calling, his convocation. It's witnessed by the stars, and in a moment of bravery, he records it and lets us listen in too. So what is the object of Sufyan's solemn religious love? It doesn't really fucking matter. It's a love for everything. It's the same love that can be experienced in so many different ways. It's the bright center of the universe. At some moments, the song feels like romantic love. At other times, he calls out God by name. And those who've experienced the power of love know that that's kind of how it goes. It's in the declaration for the beauty of the earth. It shows us wisdom, love, and rebirth. It's everything, it's nature, it's God, it's almost doesn't matter. It's love itself. It's the source of life. And that's why I don't think Ursa Major is a love song. It's not a, it's not a simple sweet song about, about a lover or a friend or a, a religion. It's a song about what's beneath all of that, about the force that keeps the stars in the sky and stirs up any and all affection. It's about God and what is God but love.